Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. When the road gets dark And you can no longer see Let my love throw a spark And have a little faith in me When the tears you cry Are all you can believe Just give these loving arms a try, baby and have a little faith in me Have a little faith in me Have a little faith in me Do 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 Have a little faith in me Have a little faith in me Do 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 Hello there, Heal Here podcast listeners. Welcome to the pod. And that was a little John Hyatt. Literally never heard of him before. Very familiar with that song, but did not know the musician. Um, That song came into my awareness. And as I was singing it and looking at the lyrics, um, what was coming through for me is that I feel like there's a lot of... I don't know. I'm picking up on a lot of collective pain right now. I feel like a lot of people may be going through it right now, going through some challenges. Okay. So if that is you, if that resonates with you, this is your reminder. Um, the song is a call out from the universe, from your guides. Like when the road gets dark and you can no longer see, just let my love throw a spark and have a little faith in me. Like to me, this is literally the universe talking to you and saying like, you are so supported. You are so loved. And the universe, God, source, creator, spirit, whatever word you like to use, you need to have a little faith in that higher energy, that higher power, that higher consciousness, and that higher frequency of love. And the lyric said, when the tears you cry are all you can believe, meaning, you know, that you're caught in the current situation you're not not able to see outside of your current situation you can't see the light that exists it feels very dark to you they said or he said just give these loving arms a try baby and have a little faith in me and so the universe I just feel strongly the universe is supporting you is reminding you even if things are challenging for you right now even if it feels like your world is falling apart have faith trust that 
this is unfolding, whatever's unfolding in your life right now is happening on purpose for a purpose. And the purpose is usually your soul growth and evolution, right? There is always learning through pain. We wouldn't learn, we wouldn't grow, and we wouldn't evolve if we didn't experience some discomfort. And we don't like that. I get it. I'm human too, partly. (laughs) I don't like to experience pain and discomfort, but it is a practice of learning to sit in the discomfort and be able to be with your feelings connect with them and also know that these feelings will come and go. Okay. That it's like nothing is permanent. The highs, the lows, unfortunately the highs aren't permanent either. Okay. And so this is a reoccurring theme that's come up so much during the year. And then I just saw an Instagram reel with like, I need to go find that. It was like a little girl and she's literally standing on a massive goldfish or koi. What's the difference between a koi and a goldfish? Anyway, um, it look, I'm calling it a koi. I feel like it's a koi. It's just this crazy, insane, huge goldfish. <laughs> and she's standing on it. And I, I don't know what the, me- I should go look it up. The messaging is somewhere around, like, basically you're navigating, like, yeah, this is just me kind of like navigating the ups and downs of like, whatever the heck is going on in the collective right now. And I'm just, you know, it's, she's basically just kind of calm, cool and collected just on her koi fish. And I'm trying to find it. And I can't find it actually, because it's showing that I don't have any stories. And I know I do have stories. This happens all the time. I can't look at my stories. All right. Well, if I find it, I'll, I'll read it to you, but it's just the common theme of being able to ride the waves, like, and, just find that grounded middle space where you can withstand um, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, and you don't get pulled into either frequency. Okay, it's tempting. You you want to get pulled probably. Well, you know what? It's tempting. I'm hearing it's tempting for both. Like it's tempting, even though it seems more tempting to be pulled into a higher frequency. It's actually they're showing me it's just as tempting for humans to be pulled into a low frequency and we just have to maintain our core. I'm seeing the importance of core strength. I know this has come up before, but they're showing me again and they're saying, how do you develop this core strength? They're showing me a surfer has to have good core strength to navigate these, you know, the wave to stay strong on the board. I don't know anything about surfing, but they're showing me the importance of your abdominals and core strength. And they said, for spiritually speaking to navigate these energetic highs and lows the emotional highs and lows of life and the energies which are just wild right now in the collective we'll talk about that in a minute they're saying you need to cultivate your spiritual core strength okay you need to anchor into the things that fortify you and strengthen you and allow you to be unflappable so they said your rituals okay your morning ritual have you let that fall away or you know, is that something that really is important to you that it starts your day in an intentional way because intention is everything. And if you're just randomly starting your day and they're, they're saying you don't have to do a crazy elaborate ritual. It doesn't have to be two hours or an hour or even half an hour. They're just saying the importance of being intentional in the morning and even 
you know, they're showing me if you're tuned to Reiki, like infusing your water in the morning with Reiki and setting an intention with that or doing the same when you're making your coffee and making it a ritual, just making that your mindfulness of the day. Don't have a podcast going, don't have music going. Can, can you light a candle in your kitchen or they're showing me a cozy lamp? This is what I want. I want a lamp, in my, a kitchen lamp, people. Somebody tell me like, there's a, an account I follow, sorry, <laughs> as an aside, there's an account that I follow that has kitchen lamps and it's just like so cozy. Like I am very affected by light, bright lights. Jason always comes in as like, why are you in the dark? I'm like, uh, I can't handle the lights, like artificial lights. No, thank you. Like right now I'm doing the podcast under a red light and by candle, by candlelight, but I never, I, I rarely have lights on because I find them very, what's the word intrusive. And so Jason's always like, gosh, turn the lights on. You're, you're in the dark again. Anyway, um, there's, I'm all about the cozy. I follow all these cozy accounts and Kelly Hampton. I don't know if you follow her. I've been following, I'm an OG follower and I, uh, just love her. Her account's very cozy for me. And so she has the, like a kitchen lamp or maybe she has two now and she got them at target. And I, I, I think this, the, the shipping was astronomical to Canada, but I really wanted these, a little mini kitchen lamp and just that I can turn on in the morning when I do my ritual of making my morning lemon ACV chlorophyll drink. And then my matcha, like I just, I love the, you know, that lower light, I guess I could just start doing by candlelight, but my husband usually just flicks on the light, but maybe if I had a lamp, he would let me keep it dark and cozy for a little bit longer. I digress, but there's, they're showing me that you can infuse rituals into the mundane, the daily things that you do every day. You know, if you're a coffee drinker, you make coffee every day, make it a ritual, ritualize it. They just said, ritualize it, bitches. Sorry, that was a little bit, that's the opposite of cozy and ritual. That felt a little bit aggressive, but they're just um, saying that rituals are important right now. When the energies feel unpredictable, and they are, they are unpredictable. I am feeling the energies, y'all. They're saying rituals will help bring that steadiness to your life, that predictability, that that strength, that core, that core spiritual strength that you may be seeking because you can anchor into these rituals. So light a candle when you're making your coffee and do just focus on your breath while you're scooping out the coffee. Maybe, maybe you always make instant coffee or maybe you always like just buy it pre-ground. They're saying maybe do something different, make it even more mindful by, you know, you can buy a cheap coffee grinder or get it on you know, at a secondhand store and start grinding your own beans. Like there's something like that's a, it's like fulfilling, satisfying about grinding your own beans. Like I was doing that. Like that's my thing to do is have my decaf. I don't know. It just feels like this treat, this ritual to do over the holidays, you know, and I always, when I have coffee, when I have decaf, I always grind my own beans. Side note, be sure if you're drinking decaf, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but I always like to bring it up. Um, that you are getting Swiss water processed decaf because otherwise they usually use solvents to decaffeinate the beans. And so you don't want any extra chemicals in your decaf, I do not think. So I do the kicking horse cough, their decaf, and I love it. And I want to go even more, like that's Canadian, but I want to go even more local. And I did, I feel like I heard that receiver in Prince Edward Island, like 
I feel like when I first investigated it, it wasn't Swiss water process, but like now I feel like I heard that it may be. So I need to check that out because I would love to support them. They're great island coffee shop and they have matcha now. I think I mentioned that <laughs> I've discovered they have matcha now, which is amazing, but yeah, connect with the beans. <laughs> Just when you get involved, it, it's getting involved in the process and it makes you more mindful and it makes you appreciate it. And for me, it was such a relaxing ritual to do over the holidays is take out my coffee maker. Like when I quit coffee, I put my coffee, it was always on the counter, but I put it away. So now I like take down my coffee maker, grind the beans, do the whole process and just smelling it percolate. Like it just like, it's such a relaxing ritual for me. And then having like drinking it throughout the morning. The only thing is that I kind of had to stop because I get like, (laughs) I am so freaking sensitive people. Like Oh, like so sensitive to these substances that like decaf gives me like heart palpitations and the jitters sometimes, not always. And I've started to find a correlation when the energies are high in the collective. So like if we're, and if we're getting like solar flares or like if there's energetic events happening, um, and I drink decaf, it's like, like I'm getting the heart palpitations. Like I'm feeling like the stress in my body from the decaf, but like I could drink a pot of decaf on another day, like when there's nothing going on energetically in the collective and it's like, fine, like I don't feel it at all, but like I can have one cup of decaf and start to feel it in my body. And, and I was like, why does this happen sometimes? Why is it not happening all the time? Like what the heck is happening? And I made the connection that over the holidays, because I continued this ritual far past Christmas. I used to only do it for like a week or two over the holidays. And then I just would stop. And then, oh yeah. And I used my Nog creamer from, what are they called? Nut pods. I get it at Simply for Life. Shout out. Love that shop. Um, and yeah, it's so good. Oh, the Nog creamer with the yeah, decaf, like highly recommend. I digress. <laughs> I digress. But uh, I carried the ritual. Like I was doing the coffee, like well past like the holidays well past January 1st and then I had to take a break because I was like what is happening here like I wasn't tolerating it and maybe there's a connection too with like drinking it too much and maybe it was building up my system I don't know how that works but like I did notice on the days that it affected me there was something going on with the astrology there was something going on with solar flares I think I was picking up on collective energy already in my body and so this kind of exacerbated the problem So if you're highly sensitive, if you're like an empath, um, yeah, be aware of your caffeine intake and just know that what I'm hearing, um, intuitively is that your body is going to be more sensitive on the days when they're high, high energetic days for the collective. And that, that just makes sense. That just makes sense. Okay. We've been going for like over 15 minutes. This is supposed to be a short episode here. We're going for 15 minutes just on the song. Um, so maybe that's just the guidance for you today is this song, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like some people are going through it right now. Um, and this is your sign that it's going to be okay that even if you feel really alone, feel like nobody understands you, like you have support all around you. Okay. Like your team is literally calling out to you. This is your sign. Like you need to have faith. 
You need to trust and surrender in the universe. And you know what? I did pull three cards before. Usually if I do card pulls, I do them, you know, with the forecast. And I do them during the episode. But I was called to pull three cards from the Starseed Oracle. And it's funny. I also was called to pick up um, the book. I went to get my, my laptop was propped up on, like I had a call last night and I was kind of, I have it like this makeshift, makeshift, I don't know, like setup where I have my, my MacBook on top of like these books and different things. And the top book happened to be letters to a starseed. And I was like, I feel like there's a message in here that I need to share. And I just kind of open like that happens often. If you're looking for a message, you're drawn to a book, just randomly open it up. Like kind of, it's kind of like pulling an Oracle card, like just be, allow yourself to be guided by a message. It could even be a fiction book, but there's like something probably in there. If you're being guided, trust yourself. Like people, this path is all about trust and being open to the guidance that is available all around us. Okay, there we are always being sent signs and like you just need to be open to them and you do need to ask and set the intention that you're willing to receive. Um the crazy signs that like my clients get after readings with me like, you know, I have a long-time client and she <laughs> a, a word and a theme that came up in our um session this week like a very <laughs> This is not a word you use all the time. I'm not going to say the word, um, but it was on a billboard and she like snapped a picture and sent it to me. And it's like, that's her, her spirit, her spirit team's like way of saying like, yes, like this guidance is that you're receiving is aligned. Like you are on the right path. Like, yes, is a confirmation what came through in the Kashuk Records for you. So it's all, it's all about being open to receive these signs and to, to surrender. It's, it's all about surrendering to this path and surrendering to the guidance and knowing that you are going to be supported, even if it feels bleak, even if your life feels like you're at a rock bottom right now, or if you're not, maybe you have been at a rock bottom moment, or maybe you will be, okay? I've had many of those. <laughs> I've had many of those. And when you're at rock bottom, it feels pretty freaking dark. If you feel very helpless, or I have, and you kind of don't always see a way out. And that's when you have to realize, you have to surrender and, and, and realize that it's not for you necessarily to find the way out. You can surrender and trust and have a little faith in me. That's the universe telling you that. Have a little faith in me that you are going to be shown, you know, what to do next, how to navigate this situation, how to proceed. Okay. You will be shown. You will be guided. If you ask, thou shalt receive. <laughs> um, sorry, I digress like all over the place this morning. Um, I was talking about the cards. Oh yes, the synchronicities kind of, I was guided to, um, the, the book at the top of the stack was uh, Letters to a Starseed by Rebecca Campbell. Highly, highly, highly recommend. If you resonate with being a starseed, I mean, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance. <laughs> Let's just say there's a good chance there may be a little starseed ancestry in the old DNA. <laughs> Highly, highly, highly likely. Um, and so I opened it up and it was about empaths. And then I was guided to 
pull a card and then I looked around and I just was like allowing myself to be guided to pull a couple of cards before the podcast because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. Um, I had a few different ideas and I'm like, I just feel like I need to be intuitively led. And then I was drawn to the Starseed Oracle, which I don't think I've used in a while. Um, but, and it wasn't even in my, wasn't even connecting. I don't think that, that I just picked up the actual companion book, but then I received three cards. So the cards are called the seven star sisters and surrender to the sweetness. I guess what I'm hearing now to go back to the book is that the word empath um, was coming up and just, I guess, that message that was coming through for me about the energies being very almost chaotic in the collective right now. There's apparently a lot of these M solar flares coming down. Um, The energy is very up and down. And what I was um sensing is that these energies and this is this has come through in the podcast before but I've been being called to reiterate this like it's happening again right now is that these energies are almost like unearthing in people like their shit like it's bringing their shit to the surface the shit that they didn't want to deal with or haven't wanted to deal with or haven't wanted to look at you know what this could be you you may notice this this could be you could be bringing up a lot for you and triggering you this energy, but you may notice a lot that this theme a lot with people that you interact with in the collective. Okay. I, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of irrational people, a lot of angry people, a lot of what I'm seeing is wounded inner children walking around in adult bodies. And like these children are like and and maybe people have done a good job of masking and keeping the their inner child repressed but like that what I'm seeing right now is the wounded inner child is coming to the surface and people are acting this out right now okay they're acting like children I guess is the best way to say it and so they are also projecting some of their pain onto others it feels too painful for them. They don't want to feel it, but it's they've repressed it for so many years. I'm he, he, hearing they've repressed it, repressed it, repressed it because they didn't want to feel it. But because of these energies, and then I'm hearing the full moon has something to do with this as well. Like it's like, I'm hearing it's a perfect storm. It's bringing this stuff to the surface, whether they like it or not. And they're like freaking out. And so what they're doing is they're projecting their pain. And I'm hearing this phrase that I am pretty sure, I usually forget everything I channel for the most part, but I know this phrase. I know this phrase has come up before when I was channeling, do not be the receptacle. Do not be the receptacle, okay? You are not the receptacle. You are not to be the receptacle for other people's pain. You have your own pain, your own trauma to deal with. Like you were not put on this earth to hold the pain of others. You can be a space holder, I'm hearing. Like you can hold space for others to process their pain, but you can't process it for them, (laughs) okay? They're really strongly emphasizing this, okay? That people, if you're an empath, okay, you, people are gonna be drawn to you because they think you, you can help them. They sense that you are willing in some ways 
or you haven't been willing in the past to absorb their pain. Like that feel, they want, some of these people want to have a relationship with you if you, if you identify as an empath, um, because you've been absorbing to some extent their pain, whether you're aware of it or not. And so what I'm hearing is that this can't continue. Okay. Like for you to move on in your path, like you can't continue to carry the baggage of others. Okay. You need to deal with your stuff. They need to deal with theirs. And this is where this theme that comes up over and over and over again, codependency, this is where this fits in. A lot of empaths are codependent. Okay. A lot of empaths are in codependent relationships with energy vampires. And so you may believe that you were put on this earth to help others, to fix others, to help carry some of their pain. And what's coming through today is that that was never your job. That was never your job. Okay. You are responsible for your healing just as Everyone else is responsible for theirs. And you are depriving other people of their healing journey if you are taking on their stuff. You're depriving them of the lessons that perhaps they came here to learn in this lifetime. They're saying I may have to phrase it like that to get it through to some people because a codependent dynamic like that sometimes feels like you're the fixer, you're the hero, you're sweeping in to save people. They're like, you're not saving anybody. You're actually preventing that person from doing the work themselves. And they're saying, you just don't want to feel the discomfort that comes when you start to set boundaries. Because when you set a boundary and this energy vampire doesn't like it, you are triggered. I'm hearing abandonment wounds. Like you're afraid they're going to abandon you. They're, you're afraid that they're not going to love you or like you anymore. And it's like, they're saying, who cares? And I mean, I'm like, let me be clear here. Let me jump in here as Kate has an aside. When I'm channeling this, like, I know it's for me too, because I can't confidently say this stuff for myself. Okay. Because I struggle with all these things. Okay. I've struggled my whole life with setting boundaries. I am getting better. I am getting better, but it can feel very painful to set a boundary when you receive resistance from another person or a negative reaction. It can feel extremely painful. So I understand that this message is for me as well. Okay. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy setting boundaries, but you are being called to get serious about your healing. And to do that, you can't be doing the healing work for others. You can't be enabling them. You can't be showing up with them as a priority. You have to prioritize yourself right now. And that is going to feel selfish. That will feel selfish to you. And guess what? Energy vampires may tell you that you're selfish. They may call you selfish because they entered into an energetic contract with you where you were the person providing the energy to 
the relationship and they were the receiver. They were the recipient. Okay. There wasn't a reciprocal energetic exchange. So when you change the terms of this contract, they're not going to like it. Pretty much guaranteed. They are not going to like it. So you have been called. <laughs> you have been called. And I'm looking at this card called soul gifts and training. It's time to step up. And what I'm hearing with this card is like, you have soul gifts that you came here to share with others, but a block for you right now. And I don't like to use the word block, but a challenge, an obstacle in your path right now is your codependency, is your people pleasing, is your enabling. Okay. And is perhaps maybe there's some energy vampires in your life that are preventing you from stepping up at this time. Because for you to step up as a light worker, you need to invest in yourself. Okay. You need time to focus on you. How can you invest in yourself? Whether it is through reading books, like spending time journaling, like these are all investments, right? Like meditate. This is an investment. Maybe taking a course. That's an investment. Like learning more about yourself, like self-development, like all of these things are investments in yourself and investments in your soul gifts that you came here to share. But how can you do that if you aren't prioritizing yourself? If you're putting everybody else ahead of, ahead of you, how can you do that? So I think this called card, it's making sense now, is that it's time to step up, but they're showing me it's like some people aren't stepping up because they don't have their priorities in line. They aren't at the top of the priority list. And some people could say, well, I have children, I have this, I have that. And they're like, these are all excuses. They're bold, people. They're bold. <laughs> Spicy time on heel here. They're saying those are excuses. They're saying we're, we don't expect you to go off and seclude yourself and live in a monastery and like separate yourself from your family and release all like familial obligations and work obligations. Or like we're not asking that. We're asking you in, the, in your everyday life to notice the ways in which you aren't prioritizing yourself and choose differently. They're saying just small little things, small little tweaks, but that's going to send an energetic sign to the universe that you are serious about your, about your healing, about your spiritual evolution. Because what I'm hearing right now is the signals that you are set, sending out is that, no, I'm not ready. I don't really want this in this lifetime. I would rather enable everybody else and fix them and busy myself, distract myself with all this other stuff, then step into my soul gifts. That's what they're saying. They're saying that's, that's the frequency that you're putting out. So they're saying, be clear with what signal you are transmitting to the universe. Because we heard at the beginning of this podcast, the song, have a little faith in me. Like I am, the universe was very clearly saying like, have a little faith in me. Like I'll wrap my arms around you. I'm going to support you. I got your back. Okay. But you also, it's, I'm hearing, it's like, again, an energetic exchange, it needs to be reciprocal. Like you have to, to show the universe, one, that you have faith in the universe and two, that you want to step into your power 
Okay. Like the universe will support you if you are intentional and you're sending out the frequency that you are ready to embody your soul gifts, to share your gifts, to be of service. Like you need to be sending that frequency out and you're not, you're not sending that frequency out when you are existing in the frequency of codependency. Okay. They are not mincing words today, are they? So these other two cards, I'm just looking at them. Beautiful artwork as always. The seven star sisters and the seven star sisters, like that's the connection with the Pleiades, Pleiadians. And you may be very connected to Pleiades and the Pleiadians. Um, birthing creations, tapestry of light of life expression and then surrender to the sweetness venus energy pleasure joy make love to life so what i'm hearing from these cards um is well the seven sisters birthing creations like this is a theme that's come up so much lately in past podcast episodes about the importance in 2024 of being creative of of planting you know you've maybe you planted seeds or planting these seeds but bringing them to fruition okay bringing pulling down these, these downloads from the 5D, okay, these creative inspirations and, and anchoring them in the 3D, okay, bringing them into the physical and how important it is for us to be creating because when we are creating, we are co-creating with the universe. And when we practice this in our daily lives in small ways, then we get to experience the magic and miracle of co-creation on a larger scale, with how our life unfolds, but you need to be flexing what I'm hearing, your, your creative muscle. So look at the areas of your life. Like, are you creating? They're saying every day, are you creating something every day? Whether it's a journal entry, a recipe, um, a poem, some type of music, um, an Instagram post, like a reel, um, a bracelet, you're making a bracelet. You're knitting something. Like the list goes on of the things that you could be creating. A dance, a choreographed dance. Like there's so much, the, the possibilities are endless. I don't know what you could create. Like you are a unique soul that came here to express yourself in this lifetime. So really like this keeps coming up for a reason <laughs> i can only assume it's time to start expressing yourself it's time to tap into your creativity and connect with the divine to be divinely inspired and the last card surrender to the sweetness is venus energy pleasure joy make love to life what's coming through for me is that if you are somebody who considers yourself a creator and you're feeling things are stagnant right now, you're feeling blocked, you're being too serious. Like you're not having enough fun. And what I'm hearing is some people don't feel like they have time to have fun. They don't have time to play. I'm just feeling, picking up on some serious adult, <laughs> adulting energy. Like I have responsibilities. I have bills to pay. Like, I don't have time for that nonsense of play. And they're like, um, <laughs> bitch, you better play <laughs> what I'm hearing. 
Um, it's time to play. It is time to connect with your inner child. And when you do that, I see all these blocks to creativity dissolving. So if, if you were somebody when I was just talking about creativity and creating things every day and you're like, I have no idea what to create. Like I am not creative. If, if you're some, one of those people, I've heard this so many times, like, oh, I'm not creative. Like I'm not good at this. Like I'm not creative. We are all creators. We are all creative in our own way. It's just, it looks, it, it might not be that you, everybody thinks a creative is like some, like a painter or an artist, like no, <laughs> there's not one definition for like what a creator looks like or what creativity is. Creativity is following the inspired guidance from the divine. Like it's, it's being inspired by the universe and allowing it to flow through you. That's all it is. It takes so many different shapes and forms, but like you are creative. If somebody just maybe take a moment to wonder why you think you're not creative. If that's you, if you think you're not creative, it's like, did somebody tell you you're not creative? Are you just repeating a story that your parents told you when you're a kid? Oh, they're not very creative. Like you are. <laughs> What's coming through is you're very freaking creative. And they, what, what I'm hearing is to get your creative juices flowing, play, connect with something that you did as a child, do something fun. Like, watch a silly movie or show that like makes you laugh like something that elicits pleasure and joy okay because I'm seeing the vibrations of like the energetic vibration of pleasure and joy is high and when you're vibrating at these higher levels like that is where you're you have this ability to connect with the divine downloads and the amazing ideas and like just source <laughs> you're connecting with source and just open to be the vessel for some of these creations to move through have you ever read the book big magic by oh my gosh what is her name oh my gosh big magic oh this is gonna bug me oh elizabeth gilbert um, I got it from the library many moons ago, but I don't remember everything from it. But one thing is, is that like the creative ideas that, you know, people like if you look at different famous, successful people who have been, you know, the inventors, they've created things like these great writers or whatever. It's like, it's like source and the divine bring this idea to different people and it's it's whether or not you bring it to fruition like she gave some I'm obviously not doing a good job <laughs> explaining it you should read the book <laughs> this could be a sign that you're meant to read the book but she was giving some example about oh, of course I don't remember the specifics I don't know even if it involved her but like maybe her and somebody else who'd both actually basically I think written the same book they're both kind of divinely inspired and then one person published and brought it to fruition and the other person had just been kind of working on it and never like kind of sat on it and it's like the difference is that this person took the divine inspiration and like really brought it to fruition and and she talks about it's almost like yeah 
source spirit, the divine, it's like planting these seeds around the collective. And it's like, if you don't <laughs> jump on that inspiration, somebody else is like, they, they haven't just planted one seed. They've sprinkled, they sprinkled the seeds everywhere. So you can, you can, you've heard these stories before where somebody you know, has created something, or maybe this happened to you. Somebody's created something and you're like, I had that idea. Like I literally had that idea this many years ago. And you're like, oh, like it's bugging you that you didn't act on it. Like you didn't bring it to fruition. It's happened to me before. I'm like, are you kidding me? Or like, like when somebody's created some type of program that I had a similar idea for, but I didn't act on it. Then I get so annoyed at myself. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> why did this happen? It's like, because source is always planting seeds in the collective and it's up to you to, <laughs> if you want to nurture that seed, water it and allow it to, to grow and bloom through you. Because if it doesn't bloom through you, it's going to bloom through someone else. So this could also be a sign for somebody in particular who is listening if you have an idea, if you have a project, if there's something that you have been wanting to create and you just keep waffling or you're just like not acting on it, they're saying act now, bring this to fruition because otherwise like whatever it is, it's important work. And if you don't bring it to fruition, somebody else is, somebody else is. And that's not to scare you being like, oh, and to stress you out. They're just saying like, this is the reality. (laughs) If you don't bring it to fruition, somebody else is. So you need to start to act on your divine guidance. Okay. Bring these creations to life. You are being called to bring these creations to life. And if you are feeling stuck or stagnant, anchor into play. You will literally see any blocks you're experiencing dissolve. Laugh, run, jump, play, be silly. Okay, do something that connects you with something from your childhood that brings up positive feelings and emotions. They're showing me that that is just going to get everything flowing, get the creative juices flowing. Okay, well, I guess (laughs) that is what the episode was today. This guidance wanted to come through and I hope that it resonates. Um, I'm just trying to think of what's happening in my world right now. What is happening in my world? We have the bridge training coming up, which I am super excited for. I'm still getting like different downloads for this. Like it's, it's going to be exciting. Like I am super excited for it. The live classes are February 18th, February 25th and March 3rd. If you are interested in joining this, because it, I don't know that I'll be doing three live classes again. The next time I teach it. So if you for sure want to get in on the live three classes, um, then holla at your girl <laughs> or just sign up in the link in, in the show notes. That's fine too. But yeah, would love to have you. This is a totally new way of being in the Akashic Records. This is 5D Ascension Akashic Records. It's how I have learned to be in the records through my experiences and Yeah, you're going to be attuned to the frequency I receive to facilitate entry into the records. Okay, there's going to be, there's just lots of little extras in this course. You learn all about 
what the Akashic Records are, all the different uses. Um, you're going to receive a bonus module on, on just getting uh, an Akashic Records business off the ground. Like it's kind of amazing if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, would love to have you in the bridge. I also have Reiki master training, Holy Fire Reiki master training coming up March 3rd and March 10th. Those are two Sundays back to back. You just need to have been a Reiki level two practitioner for at least six months. You don't have to have a business or I feel like there's a lot of um, misinformation about who can become a Reiki master. If you are feeling pulled to the course, it's for a reason. A lot of times people are pulled to it to open up their spiritual gifts and for personal healing with no intention of even starting a practice with clients or even um, teaching Reiki. And, and that is like, I'd say the majority of people take the master training solely for the spiritual benefits of like opening up your gifts and for personal healing. I think that that's probably the biggest draw um, from the, for this course, but of course, if you have, if you know that you want to teach Reiki, then yeah, you're going to want to take this course a hundred percent. So would love to have you there. It's also going to be hybrid. So there will be pre-recorded modules as well as the two live days for the ignitions, placements, experiences, practice. It's, it's just, there's more time for the practice and these, the healing like during this. So it's, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. So would love to have you there. And I am releasing Reiki level one and two, uh, classes. I'm going to be releasing the dates for that soon. So stay tuned. Anyhow, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a great weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday and I will see you here next week, same place, same ish time. Bye.